the expression from the music inspired me so much to take risks and it inspired damn near the whole rap game. Hello again, I'm Adam Unz. You may know me as the host of The Opus, and now I'm bringing my own show, The Spark Parade, to the Consequence Podcast Network. I speak with artists and creatives about the cultural artifacts that spark their personal interest and creativity, whether it's music, books, movies, video games, or any other kind of art. I've never spoke about it in this amount of detail. I'm suddenly going, oh my God, I'm blowing my own mind here, Christ. It's, it's actually a giant part of my life. By talking about the things we love, we share and discover insights into our personality and the things that drive us. It's just magic, really. I mean, frustrating and it makes some people angry, but I don't think anyone's ever done anything like it. I speak with people like Connor Robers, Phoenix's Thomas Mars, Chris Gethard, Helen Hong, Adrian Young, and more, so their sparks of inspiration can start a fire in you. I'm grateful for those who continue to put our history and who we are as a people in the forefront and make you see it. Find the Spark Parade wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, welcome to the show. Feeling good with Duddy? That's me. Let's go. Let's go. Oh, hi everybody. We are back with another episode of Feeling Good with Duddy, episode 111. That's right, of the show that points at the world, has a laugh, points in the mirror, has another laugh, fairest of the fair, bravest of them all. That's us. I'm Jake Bushnell, host of the Morning Ride Show on Facebook, co-host of this very show here. Let me introduce you to the host, my brother, guitar player, singer of the Dirty Heads, one half of the Roman Duddy Project. Here he is from somewhere on the West Coast. He's on tour. He's in a, in a hotel room. Duddy B! What is happening? That's right. And to answer your question, Jake, I am in Portland, Oregon. Oh, Portland, Oregon. I am here. That's, uh, that city hasn't made the news in several years. Oh, no, no one's talking about that. No one. How's it looking it's out there? It's looking rough, Jake. I'm like, oh, really? Like, obviously, absolutely beautiful drive coming in. Like, you know, they, beautiful place. But it's just, it's nothing but tents everywhere and just trash. Like, I saw multiple tent cities. I mean, there's just tents in the middle of downtown, like just on the, like, on the sidewalk. There's tents. Oh, my God. Like, it's I, crazy. I asked you and I, I was half expecting you to say, ah, it's a little different looking and maybe even expect you to say, I didn't really notice much because I kind of heard that they're starting to try to clean things up, but oh, I didn't expect that. So it's still just a wasteland out yeah, there. Yeah, I mean, there's, I, I walked, uh, I had to go to a Target or pick some stuff up and I grabbed some food and there were some streets that were still like looking decent and stuff, but man, for the most part, it's looking pretty rough. Oh, gnarly. Oh. Looking pretty rough. And apparently, I, I guess uh, today here somewhere, there's going to be like an Antifa squaring off with the Proud Boys or something. And oh. so, yeah. Dude, Duddy, you know what's crazy is, I don't know if you remember this, but uh, the last time that we were in Portland together, which was, you know, I've talked about it on the show. I think it was 2019. It was the summer before, you know, COVID hit or whatever, I was on tour with you guys selling merch for Cutlass at the booth. And, uh, and we went to Portland and it was the exact same thing. I remember the people at the venue telling us, now you guys don't go walking around downtown tonight. Yeah. There's supposed to be an Antifa versus Proud Boys rally. That was literally what they told us in 2019 was happening. I think that was probably more around, I don't know, elections or I don't know what was happening at that point, but Wow. So you're back two years later and it's the same exact shit. Same things happening. 
but a lot more tense. A lot more tense. Driving yeah. in, it was like, whoa, like on the freeway coming in, like on the sides of the freeways, it's just tent cities, the whole thing. And then, and even spilled into the downtown too. So yeah. My God. Wild time. Crazy time. I did get a burrito because I got back to the West coast and I got a burrito from a little Mexican lady who just had like a cart down the street and it was so damn good. So, you know, it's all good. <laughs> Hell yeah. Yeah. Burrito in hand. Happy man. All right. Well, yeah. So that is right. We are in Portland, Oregon, but enough of that. We do have a really fun show for you today, guys, though. Uh, we've got all you guys' favorite stuff. Uh, we got DH News. I'm going to tell you guys about my uh, 40th birthday fishing trip. I have my least favorite new segment, Fan Watch, where uh, Jake and Luke find uh, something online that a fan has said usually negative about dirty heads, and then they make me talk about it. Uh, I also have a You Should Be Slapped. I was up in, uh, uh, where was I? I was in Seattle. And you guys know what I did? I walked around and I found some scary stuff for you. We're going to talk about that. And we got some fun Q&A from our Patreon members. And speaking of our Patreon members, if you have been listening to the show and you have been enjoying it and you want to help out, please leave us a review or a rating wherever you are. A review and a rating. How about that? Wherever you are listening to it, it really does help, especially over on that Apple podcast app. We would appreciate it. And we do appreciate all the people who have been doing it. We've been noticing a lot coming in. So thank you guys very much. It does help. And also, if you want to help even more and and four episodes a month is not enough for you, you can go over to patreon.com forward slash feeling good with Duddy. And uh, it's five bucks to sign up or five bucks a month. Sorry, but you do. You get four extra episodes every month. I do guitar tutorials from Dirty Head songs. I give you some behind the scenes looks from the tour. And you get a chance to ask uh, me and take Q&A questions that we will answer on the show. Enough about that. Yeah, so let's crank back into, uh, dude, you turned 40, Duddy. Duddy B turned, turned 40. He's a real boy. I turned 40. <laughs> yeah, and we were, you know, were supposed to have a birthday party, but we had to, you had to cancel that, unfortunately. So Yeah, you know what? I was supposed to have like a big 40th birthday party, and there was going to be a lot of people there. And it was close to going back on the road. And with everything going on, I was like, you know what? I'm not going to have a whole bunch of people come over to my house and any of us get sick or something. We have to cancel shows. So I decided to just cancel the birthday party. No big deal. I'm a big boy. I'll have one when I'm 41. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, actually like yeah, it's but, 40, but, <laughs> but we had a, I had a good time anyway. We, I ended up going on a awesome fishing trip with uh, my family and we had this awesome private little Airbnb up in, uh, it was near Julian up in San Diego on this crazy little private, like uh, not private, but this small like road, like this one road had like one market, one little store connected to the market. And then every now and then there'd be like a turnoff up into some, which would obviously like some huge property. They were each like hundred acre properties or something. And this one that we got had just this dope house, like right on this private lake. And we just fished the whole time. It was awesome. My goal was to catch 40 fish. I caught 32. Damn, dude. Caught 32 fish. Yeah. Slaying. 
slaying the fish. I posted some photos on the bunker. If you don't know what the bunker is, it is the FGWD bunker. It is on Facebook. It's a it's a rad group of people that listen to the show and are Dirty Hits fans. And they talk about the podcast. They talk about Dirty Hits stuff. It's actually hilarious. And it's an awesome family over there. So if you do like the show and you want to talk and hang out with other people who enjoy it, head over to the FGWD bunker on Facebook. That's right. But um, yeah, so that was that. Turned 40, had a rad fishing trip, got to spend uh, some time with my family before we went back out on this run. And now I'm back out out with the Dirty Heads and we've done two shows and it feels like I've been all out for two weeks. Let me tell you why. (laughs) This is how we started. It's been a wild few days. It's been a wild few days. Uh, We flew out to Chicago and we landed at about 10 o'clock at night, got into the hotel, whatnot, and we had to wake up early in the morning because we had to get the sound check and where we were performing was two and a half hours away from our hotel. There's just nowhere near there, I guess, apparently. So, and we had to have an early flight the next day. So we had to be at the airport hotel. So we, you know, flew across all the way to Chicago, got in late to the hotel, woke up early, jumped in the van, uh, to go drive the two and a half hours to the venue and we get on the freeway and it just goes and dead stop. (laughs) We didn't move. There was an accident uh, way, way ahead of us. And the first hour we were on the freeway, we went 10 miles. So it was insane. So we went 10 miles in one hour. And then after that, then we had two and a half hours to go. So we had a three and a half hour drive to the venue, you know, did our sound check and then chilled for a little bit, played the show. Two and a half hour drive back to the hotel, super early lobby call. We had an early flight because we had to fly all the way back across the country to uh, Seattle where we had a show that same day. So we flew in and went straight to the venue, played that show, and then woke up today and jumped in a van and drove three hours to Portland where I am now doing this show. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, it was rough. We we uh we really wanted to do a show for everybody this week and Duddy's like I think I can do it. But it was like and and what you didn't say was you got you got slammed with traffic today as well. You guys were in the van for hours oh, yeah, trying to yeah. get to So we were we were going to try to do this. It was an hour extra so. Yeah. Yeah, it was supposed to be a two and a half hour and it turned out to be about a three and a half hour again. Yeah, with traffic. <laughs> yeah, but here we are and we were almost going to say should we just try to do this show tomorrow but we're like you know what no we gotta knock one out and here we are so we're glad to have you duddy and now the good news is is that you guys finally get like a tour bus tomorrow so out of the van and into a tour bus but mainly flights oh sorry go ahead yeah i was gonna say no more flights no more long van drives um honestly that's that was gonna be the toughest part of the entire tour and we all we looked at it we're like those first three days is going to be gnarly. But <laughs> yeah. We're going to get done with those three days. We have a day off, which is today. Tomorrow, we meet back up with the bus and all of our gear, which is another thing. With fly dates, we're using rented gear and stuff. And the, the backline guy yesterday at the show, I won't say any names or company names because I don't want to call anyone out, but it was a joke. He didn't even have enough of things that we asked for. So it was like, we all use in-ears, right? Like that's yeah. how we, we don't use wedges. And he didn't even have enough packs and stuff for everyone. That it was just like, <laughs> how we, it was. It was pretty funny, but yeah. It's um, funny you said that because you know Luke and I were scouring the internet looking for our um, fan watch, 
because we, we had a fan watch for you uh, from last week that Luke had found, but we didn't end up getting an episode last week because you were, you were fishing. Yeah. Um, you were busy. You've been, you know, you've had a busy couple weeks. I mean, if so, you guys want, you can hit me with two. No. Cause you know what? You can hit me the, with two. The fan watch from last week has already like resolved itself. It was like the person who said it was like, Hey, I'm sorry. I didn't mean, and I'm like, well, then it's out. It's done. And so we had to find a new one for you for this week. And I actually saw someone who said, just saw the dirty heads in Tacoma and they're all, the sound was like really crackly. They're like, but the show was amazing. Like they were stoked. They said, you guys killed it. But they, she mentioned she was in the front row. So that can always sometimes hit or be hit or miss the front row. Yeah. You, you want to be there. Cause you want to, you know, reach out and touch your favorite, you know, players, but yeah, the sound is not always the best in the front row, but she said, yeah, I can hear it. Exactly. Yeah. I'm wondering if she yeah, was hearing the on stage, you know, maybe what you guys were hearing. Yeah, um, I could tell that the sound probably wasn't as you know good as we wanted it, but it it uh, didn't matter. Everyone was having a great time. Um, yeah, it, it was a super fun show. Everyone was partying. Everyone had those like you know those like big foam like light up sticks. Oh yeah, you know uh, you know, and the whole crowd had them, and they must have passed them out or something. Because at one, I mean, at one point when we were doing like Medusa or something, every single person had it up. It was like, oh, that looks really cool. That was pretty fun. Oh, I can imagine shows, that. Honestly, yeah, yeah. Medusa is an easy one to hit the yeah. beat. And, uh, but the first show we did in Chicago was wild. It was called Summer Camp, and it was like a U Camp. And we drove, and it it looked a lot like Portland when I drove in today because it was everyone just in tent. <laughs> and, uh, and it was wild. I've never been into one of those. This is like a jam band, you know, four day camp out festival up in the woods, like. It was really cool. And people were parting their asses off. It was huge. They said there was something stupid, like 10 or 12 stages and all these different campgrounds and everything. And uh, it, it was a trip, man. I can tell, like, we were all saying, we were like, we just want to go to one of these one day. And just can we just stay here and just walk around and look at shit? But yeah, that was interesting. But that's enough of that. Yeah. Yeah, you have had a wild ride, man. So, yeah. you know, while we're on the topic of all the live shows you've been playing, let's keep it wild and let's keep it in the in the music world. And let's hit you with your favorite segment, Duddy, uh, Fan Watch. Now, Duddy kind of explained what this is, but Luke and I, you know, the Dirty Heads are playing shows. So Duddy's out there playing shows and the fans are talking about the shows and the fans are talking about the new Dirty Head songs online. Luke and I scour the internet. We try to find people who are saying things that might be a little cringy for Duddy and then we throw it in his face right here for you guys and we make him answer to it. So Luke, if you can pull up the screen and show us what you found. Luke found this one on the Wicked and Wiley page. I mean, this is where we find most of the, uh, I already read of the, the antics. <laughs> you read it? So Duddy's seeing it. Line. So this one comes from Angelo Nicastro, cool name, first of all, fun to say. And uh, he says, oh no, can they stop ruining vacation already? This has got to be the worst version. <laughs> Sorry, my rant is over. Ha ha. So what's up? So you guys obviously dropped another another remix of Vacation has hit the web, Duddy. Yeah, had a little, you know, Latin twist to it. Uh <laughs> You know, well, it was with John Z. I, mean, I haven't heard it. You haven't, you didn't listen to it? I actually I like it. I, I think I it's super know. cool. It was with this guy, John Z, and he's super dope. And if you don't know who he is, look him up. He's massive. He's like 10 times bigger than we are. So, and he wanted to do the track with us. So we were like, yeah, of course. That's going to help us 
a lot and uh and maybe it'll help us in the latin community as well you know it was a it was a win-win and you know what you always hear that too people are like you, you know there's artists that like you and I won't even know who they are. Totally. And then people will go, dude, you don't understand in the, in the South American, anywhere in South America, this person will have a million people at their show. They're like, they're bigger than any star. And that's you- this guy. Yeah. So that is crazy that, the, you know, obviously when you're American, you think like, if you're a huge pop star in America, you're world renowned. No, dude, there's no. all these other communities that we don't even know what's going on. They got stars bigger than anyone will ever know. Yeah. Totally. So um, obviously for us, it was a great opportunity and we weren't going to say no to it. And he did a really cool job. I actually enjoy it and it's gotten a lot of good feedback. But look, what was the guy's name? You, you took it away. Angelo, was it? Was it? Angelo? Yeah, DeCastro or something cool. Let's see. DeCastro, yeah. So uh, I don't 100% disagree with this guy. Like, <laughs> I Trust me, like, we sometimes the label is just sending us stuff like, can you do this vacation thing? Or you do this? And we're like, enough's enough. Like we don't, I don't want to post anymore about it. Like people get it. Like I, I, I don't disagree. Look, I'm absolutely stoked on everything that's happened because of vacation. And I had nothing, I had no idea even really what TikTok was. I knew what it was because my, my, you know, daughter, looked at it and stuff, but I had never gone on there. So when, even when it was blowing up on TikTok, I didn't really get it. Since then I've gone on. Now I understand more and it's really helped us out. We're super stoked about everything. Um, I don't disagree. Like I said, that it's, uh, it is starting to feel a little bit like, Hey, we got to stop. We got to stop shoving this down everyone's faces. But at the same time, they're kind of like, Hey man, ride this way while it's here because it will end up, it will go away eventually. And then, you know, then it's gone. So we're, we're trying to, we're trying to do as much with it as we can while we can, you know? And um, yep. But yeah, like I said, (laughs) I, I don't, I get, I get it. I get it, but I'm stoked about it. it. Yeah. I mean, of course, dude. And and you could tell that even Angelo is having fun. Totally. He's like, all right, rant oh, is yeah. over. Oh, yeah, he even ha, says, ha. He's sorry, my rant is over. Ha, 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 ha. Yeah, it's all lighthearted. It's, it's nothing but love. And, uh, you know, like I said, don't tell, don't tell my management or my label, but I don't disagree with you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the way do you hear the Russian version. <laughs> we got to. Yeah, we, every, every culture's getting one. I would love to hear a Russian version, actually. That would be amazing. They're they're like freezing on a on an icy beach. <laughs> I'm on vacation eating potato. All I'm right. Drinking mud, uh, yeah. <laughs> Ice fishing. I'm on vacation. Oh man. Can hey, we please make this a thing. Yeah, I we need that. There's gotta be a sweet ass Russian DJ that that can do this. Please, if oh anyone knows the, the hottest DJ in all of any of the stands, Kurdistan, Dagestan, <laughs> Uzbekistan, hit us up. Um, <laughs> all right. So so not that bad, Duddy. You handled that one not quite that well. Bad. Well, thank you. Not only did you, yeah, you I thank you. made a wonderful case for yourself, but you also pretty much kind of also said, hey, Angela, we, we hear you. You're not wrong, my friend. It's a win-win, that one. It is. It is. Hey, man. But yeah, we got to do what we got to do, you know? But, you know, even and, though you uh, and, and Angelo both got a win, there's someone that's about to take a heavy L right now, right, Duddy? Because I think that you do have a you should be slapped for us today. What, what's, what's up with that? I have a you should be slapped. And this is one of my buddies. I'm not going to name names. But uh, 
I think we all probably know this guy or girl. And, and a lot of times it's girl on this one too. I've noticed more often than guy. Uh-oh. And I'll slap a girl for this one. Oh, no. <laughs> just uh, to let her know, though. In a, in a, in a nice way. <laughs> just to let her. Oh, okay. On the butt. You know, just kidding. <laughs> oh, oh, <yeah>. so, um, <laughs> uh, a tit tap. This guy. Okay. This is what happened. We, had, we were going to go do something. And he's like, I'll pick you up. And I'm like, how about this? Because my house is on the way. I'm like, why don't you just drive to my house? And, I'll, and once you get to my house, I'll drive from there. Because... Yeah, I've had a history of getting in this person's car, you know, and I, and I, I know what I've seen. And I was like, I'll just drive from there. Oh, no. He's like, no, 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 no. I got it. I'll drive. I'll drive. He's like, you always drive. I'll drive. You know, and I'm like, I know it's a fucking reason I always drive. Um, but <laughs> and I'm like, all right, whatever it is what it is. You drive. So he gets to my house and I come out. I open the car door. He's on the phone. And I look down at where I'm supposed to sit. sit and there's just shit everywhere. There's just like clothes and like trash and all this shit. And like, now I have to move all this. And he's like, Oh, sorry, sorry, sorry about that. And you're like, sorry, you knew you were coming to get me. You knew I was going to sit right there. (laughs) You made a case of like how you wanted to drive and you didn't notice that there's a bunch of shit on shotgun, you know? And then, you know, so I pick it up, put the stuff in the back seat, which is completely filthy. And this was the one where I saw it. I was like, I saw this. And when I put, I was like, huh, there was just a plate on the back seat with some, like, obviously like just the residuals of, uh, eaten <laughs> meal. I don't even know if that makes sense, but, uh, <laughs> the residuals uh, of, I it doesn't even make sense. No, but uh, residue. I we get what you're saying. Yeah, you get it. <laughs> of some of an eaten meal with like a fork on it and like some ketchup. Oh god damn it! And I'm just like god damn it! Like yeah. <laughs> so this is all I'm saying. The person that needs to be slapped is one the person with a filthy car. I mean, it's gross, right? But if you have a filthy car and you know it and you like are embarrassed about it, you don't let people get in it. It's your car and that's you drive by yourself. Hey that's on you. That's all good. You live your life. But when you start bringing other people into your dirt world, so I need to slap. I almost want to shoot them, but I want to (laughs) slap them across the face and just say, really, really? That's what I would say. They're on the phone too. They'd say, really what? Yeah. I'll slap the phone out of their mouth. Yep. Out of the face. And then you know what? I'll leave the phone open because I know that whoever he's talking to is going to know what I'm talking about. So I'm going to let them hear me tell them, dude, your car is disgusting. And you knew I was going to get in your car. And then I'd hear from the phone. Mm-hmm. That's what I'd hear. The person agreeing with me. Oh my God. Think, Daddy? Couldn't agree with you more on this one. Like, okay. Look, you and I are pretty clean people. I always cleaned mm. my room. I just wanted a clean totally. room. I'm one of these yeah. people where like, I, I can't sit and play guitar and lose myself and write a song. If there's a sock on the floor over there, like it, I, I clean totally. everything and I want totally. to even have when I know the most, it's time. Yeah. Sorry, when it's time ahead. to get creative. No. Yeah. Um, I, I mean, I, I place myself to look out the prettiest window that I've, yeah, it's not like any of us had when, you know, houses overlooking cliffs, but 
you know, I would, I'm like you, Daddy. We would try to keep our rooms clean, and our parents are both clean people. So I think we grew grew yeah. up in a clean world. I keep my car pretty damn clean, even though I've got a two year old. I can't stand it when I open up someone's car and there's just like books and backpacks on the floor and cups. I've gotten into those cars. This is a special place in a burning, fiery pit for the people where the last 17 fast food orders that you've made still exist in the car. Just bags in the back with crumpled papers, like six cups rattling around. And they're always, like you said, frantic on the phone when they pick you up and Oh yeah, just yeah. they'll always be like, "Oh, sorry about that." Just throw it anywhere, and yes, now you're picking up their trash. I and they have to throw it. Oh, <laughs> you guys! If you're listening and this is you, this is this is the uh, electronic slap across your face through the internet. You gotta deal with what, what does your house look like? What? Where does this stem from? Who hurt you? What is the filthy, <laughs> cup-ridden food remnants car? How do you exist? I don't, I don't know. In your, in your experience with this type of person, Jake, is it more often guy or girl for you? God, I just, I feel like I've gotten into many more guys car, just having so many guy friends, but I know what you're saying. I do feel like the, some of the worst offenders have been (laughs) girls that maybe I was dating or going on, you know? So even though it's a smaller pool that I'm fishing in with the ladies and me getting into their car, um, yeah, there's been a couple that where like, I could not date them any longer too. I remember there was a couple of girls where it's like, after you see their car, you're just like, Oh, she's like a hamster, dude. This place is a mess. And it made me kind of go, I'm not into this. Cause I like a yeah. clean girl too. I just do. Yeah. So yeah, daddy, uh, judgments are made. I mean, look, it's relationships can end over it. Cause I'm not going to waste my time like yeah. if a dude is dirty and we're just buds or never begin it'll just never yeah. begin you're right and yeah. i don't dislike I mean, I, the person i just don't it's not for me no that's all i just i remember this particular offense that i was just talking about that it was mm-hmm. a guy but oh, i yeah. remember like in high school and like you know just fresh out of high school and whatnot when we're you you're still hanging out with your yeah, so many people you know you've got a, a bunch of friends and you're going to still the parties and bars and re- whatever you're always out and about and i just remember so many times like getting into girls cars and just being yes. like you're gross <laughs> like what the fuck like, what the fuck <laughs> yeah you know what I, I there's a funny thing and i've never gotten into a stripper's car so i could be wrong. i always feel like that's going to be the chick with the world's most insane car. They always have Mustangs, by the way, like the newer Mustangs, right? Yeah. Something from 2011 to now, like, you know, I just imagine that that's true. And I imagine 75 cups and bags because who's going to say anything to them, you know, hanging out. You know what would be in their car? Their car would have, it would just be piles of clothes. Oh, that's like, a good. Yes, it would clothes. be like all sorts of undies, bras, yep. and clothes, and boots, and glitters. Things, and it would things just not, yeah, to be washed. Things that need, yes. things that have been washed. Things that are to be washed. Just scattered around <laughs> the car. As I'm thinking yes. about everything, though, as you say this to me, I am remembering that within the last three years, I would say I did get into a guy's car who used to work with me. We were just going to lunch. It was one of these where he's like, I'm going up the street, dude. And I'm like, you know what? I'll just hop in with you because I just want to get out of here and take a, I just want to get, 
And I remember walking up to his car, opening it and being like, oh, and dude, it was one of these things where I didn't want to sit down. Cause I mean, it was once I, once I uh, cleaned off the, you know, just cavalcade of nonsense that was on his seats. And yeah. then I saw the seat fabric itself. And then I almost wanted to pile the books and papers back on. I thought it was cleaner <laughs> to sit on the rubbish than the actual oh. seat itself. And then I never forget that forget I that? looked at the, uh, I don't dude. I looked at the shifter, like where he puts his car into gear. And I went, oh, there was an actual crust, a, a, I'm a, a half an inch tall. He had never wiped it in the history no. of owning this vehicle. There had never even been a simple wipe of the area. And I remember being horrified and you, you really I hit home get, with this one, daddy. I want to get my hand sanitizer right now, just from listening to you talk about it. <laughs> <laughs> I want to clean my ears. Just having heard this conversation. <laughs> Yeah, Daddy. Oh, yes, man. they should be slapped. And like you said, it's not an injury or an I hate you slap. It's a wake up. Wham! Dude, what, are what are you, you doing? Yeah. How do you get, how do you let it get so bad? How does it get here? Wake up. Yeah. 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 So other than that, I don't have too many opinions on that one, Daddy. Yeah. But no, yeah. That was <laughs> no, a good one. That's the, that's the heaviest one yet. Yeah. In my I'm sorry if it's, uh, the sound is a little weird. I am, we are zooming and, Tomorrow I meet up with all my stuff on the bus and I will have my microphone and everything back. And my, for some reason, my AirPods keep falling out. So I'm like, I'm messing with them. So if I'm making noises, I'm sorry. As after this episode, it will be back to sounding a lot better. Hey, I'm uh, glad you said uh, yeah. that. Cause I, I'm, I was like, I'm pretty sure the sound is going to be horrendous for this episode. But like Duddy said, and I'm, I'm actually, I'm staying at someone else's house uh, tonight too, because my apartment's getting gutted right now. Our shower's getting redone. So just like Duddy's in a hotel room, I'm in someone else's house that's uh, you know across town from my house and I'm just using earphones. So yeah, apologies, but I'll have my microphone and my laptop back tomorrow and, and we'll be right back on track. All right, dude. Cruising along. Yeah. I, I was like, I told you guys earlier, I was just in uh, Seattle, Jake. Do you know what I do when I go to places? I, I do. I was going to mess around and say, what do you look for food? You walk around and you tap strangers on the shoulder and you go, hey, man, uh, you guys know about any local scary stuff? That's right. And then they usually tell you. That is exactly what happened this time. I walked around. I walked around the streets of Seattle and I was just screaming at the top of my lungs. Do you know about scary stuff? Because uh, I couldn't see anyone. And all right, I said that this guy popped out and was like, I can help you with that, sir. And he told me about some scary stuff, Jake. And let me tell what you about tell it. you about? He told me about the bat squatch. Yes, he did. And I think we've mentioned yes. the bat squatch somewhere on this show before, but now someone has actually mm -hmm. brought it up as a local scary stuff. This is uh this, the bat squatch is a flying cryptid that was allegedly seen near Mount St. Helens in the 1980s. Yeah. And uh, let me give you a quick description of the bat squatch. Okay. But this creature was said to have yellow eyes. Okay. Okay. Scary. A dog like muzzle. All right. Cute. Blue fur. Interesting. Sharp teeth. <laughs> A classic. 
bird-like feet. <laughs> Why not? <laughs> and leathery bat-like wings that span up to 50 feet. Oh, shit. In yeah. In addition, Bat Squatch is said to be nine feet tall and has the ability, get this, Jake, to affect car engines. <laughs> is he a mechanic? <laughs> I don't know. Hey, uh, you need me to affect your car engine? Pull right over here real quick. But here's what I... Wait, bat he, Squatch, dude. So Bat Squatch, those, this is a weird one. He's nine feet tall, but his wings are... 50 feet long it's a little uh, unproportionate right there to uh his body size get this guy on your basketball team (laughs) trophies squatch just slapping every shot out of the rim but yeah that is a wild creature right there so dog muzzle yellow eyes sharp teeth uh, uh, I hope I'm not missing one. It said like leathery bat wings, that, like you said, 50 foot wingspan. And then there was yeah. something Did else. You... We have bird like feet. That's the funniest, weirdest part. Bird like feet. Uh, the best. There's a picture that goes with it too that we're that Duddy and I are seeing right now. And uh, so the video will be on YouTube on Friday. You'll see the picture, or you know what? We'll share the picture in the FGWD bunker. So Luke, make a note of that. Yes. We'll throw the picture in the bunker. It's insane. I mean, it's everything that Duddy just explained, but this kind of looks like a Saturday morning cartoon from when you and I were kids, Duddy. That's what this looks like. This looks like it would be like, this is what the crew from Scooby-Doo is looking for on this episode. Exactly. Looking for Bat Squatch. Bat Squatch robbed a bank, and they've oh, got to solve it. They're in, some, they're in some mountain town, and, you know, Bat Squatch, they're just on vacation. That's what it is. The gang yes. is on vacation in an alpine town. They check into the hotel, and Bat Squatch, like, yeah, like, I don't know about this school. You know, Shaggy's doing his <laughs> and Bat Squatch it is. And, of course, Bat Squatch is the owner of the hotel, you know, uh, Mr. Fairlane. Yeah, well, of course. Of he course. Is. So, yeah, I mean, but again, but again, this terrifying creature um, never hurt anyone, it doesn't seem like. He just affects car engines. Yeah, I love that for the superpower. Like, what, like, what would you think the superpower would be for an animal that's basically sounds like it's seven different animals in one and it's nine feet tall? Oh, uh, yeah, he affects car engines. Awesome. Good writing. He, he doesn't like swoop down and like, claw people to death and like eat their faces. No, no, no. He, uh, he affects their car engines. <laughs> yeah, he affects them. They don't even know what he does precisely. <laughs> what is it? A bad effect? Like, yeah. cause you can have a good effect on people and engines, I guess. They, you know? He makes their cars faster and run more efficiently. <laughs> I mean, uh, I guess. Thanks. Bad squash. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh That's my a, God, dude. He's like, you're welcome. He just flaps off. What a fucking weird <laughs> one, man. Get an oil change at 30 miles. 30, yeah, whatever I know. it is. Fuck it. <laughs> you should probably change your windshield wipers before this winter. Co- you know, bat squash. Just giving out <laughs> advice. And you know what the funny thing is, is they said they, they did discover him in the 80s. And that's when you and I were growing up watching He-Man and watching Scooby-Doo oh, yeah. and Thundercats. This is a perfect character for that era. There was just some weird shit going on on TV when we were kids. Not as weird as today, apparently, though. I, 
I am watching cartoons again with, with my little boy and I'm like, Oh my God, it's getting cringy. I actually oh, find yeah. my, yeah, I find myself watching old cartoons with Rocky. I'm watching old He-Man cartoons and all that stuff with my kid. Cause as cringy as that it was, it it's, was more fun. It seems like the stuff we had way more fun. And uh, now I think a lot of like, well, for, for, especially for Rocky's age, like mm -hmm. all it is now is about like learning or trying to, you know, it, and it's always a weird character and just, it's, so, it's, and it's weird guys now, like, like grown up guys doing funny, weird things, you know, like we were young, like you said, it was like, ninja turtles and shit where you're like dude yeah there's a storyline and there's characters <laughs> and they fight and stuff you know like, dude basically everything re revolved around things kicking the shit out of other things and that's yeah. all we wanted dude oh look at this new style oh, thing dude. that's gonna kick the shit out of that thing and you're right we had every kind you know thundercats and he-man kind of go along the same lines of just barbarian totally. style fight but dude, yeah, then we had like, do you remember like Centurions? You know, we had G.I. Joe, Army people. We had every yep. style, yep. space shit, everything. I'm sure everything there's got to be some of that today. I don't, I don't know. Is I don't there? know. I, I mean, I'm sure there is. I don't know. My kids are old now. They don't watch cartoons yeah. and shit anymore. So I don't know. Um, I'll be finding out in the next coming years. But uh, wow. So Batsquatch, I mean, seems actually quite helpful of a creature. It seems great. Hooking people up. They break down. They break down in the middle of the night. He comes swooping down and they're like, oh my God. Ah! And then he just fixes their car really quick and flaps off. And they're just like, oh, geez, man. Yeah. Thank you. Really, yeah. I, I can picture it. It's terrifying. Dude, and what oh. a funny thing too, because obviously it's Sasquatch, Basquatch. So this is post Sasquatch, I'm assuming, right? People are already squatching it up. And Seattle, that whole area, Mount St. Helen, I mean, that's the forest, you know, Seattle. That that's Sasquatch country. And where yeah. you are right now, Portland, I mean, that lit that but literally is yeah. Sas Sas Sasquatch country. I think that's probably Sasquatch. where the, the most sightings are, you know. But uh bats. I'm gonna go dude. look around for him. Poke around the corner, dude. You know, go to one of the tent cities and start asking around. But uh, oh, honestly, they just, safe. it sounds safe. They saw a big bat, right? And someone's like, bat squash. Uh, <laughs> bat squash sounds like Sharknado to me, like just a funny movie. Oh, yeah. But another great character. Oh, another great yeah. character on the show. What do we got now, dude? I think, does this bring us to the Q&A portion, Duddy? It does. Let's jump into, uh, we're going to do a quick little sponsor read. And then after that, we are going to jump into the Q and a questions from our amazing Patreon members. Again, if you're listening to the show and you're enjoying it, you want four extra episodes a month and you want a lot of other fun stuff. You can go over to patreon.com forward slash feeling good with daddy and sign up there. All right, here we go. First and foremost, Koi CBD. We love this product. We love this company. They've been with us since day one. I use it every day. You've heard me talk about it. I take the drops in the morning when I'm drinking my coffee. I love the way it makes me feel. I get aches and pains in my hands and in my fingers all the time from just playing guitar a lot, playing sports. I'm getting older. I got some aches and pains in my hands and in my fingers, but I've noticed it happens a lot less since I've been on a steady diet at Koi CBD. And um, even though it happens less, it still does happen sometimes and when it does they have so many amazing rubs and creams that you know you can just put on it's one of those things where you rub it on 
You don't think about it 20 minutes later, you're just like, wow, it doesn't really hurt anymore. It's awesome. And it's much healthier for you than over-the-counter pills. So if you are out there, you got a bunch of aches and pains, and you're looking for a healthier way to get rid of them, give CBD a try. Give Koi CBD a try. It is the best. And if you go to KoiCBD.com and you put in code FEELGOOD at checkout, you will get 15% off your first order. That's right. Also, plug-ins keychains, awesome product, guys. They have a product called the Jack Rack. What this is, this is like a, a replica to a guitar amp head. They have Fender, they have Marshall. They look amazing. They're not big and bulky. You hang it up on your wall, and it comes with four keychains and has four quarter-inch cable input. So you put your keys on it. You got a little quarter-inch cable keychain now on your keys. When you get home, you just plug it right into your amp, and when you're gonna go anywhere, you know exactly where it's at. It's on your Jack Rack. That's on your wall that you got from pluginskeychains.com and that is with a z and it is plural that is p-l-u-g-i-n-z keychains.com pick up a jack rack put in code duddy b at checkout and you will get 20 percent off of every order for the rest of your life jake you heard it here people questions ask us any question you All right. So that brings us into the Q&A. Luke is bringing it up right now. Captain B. Flobble says, is there a line from a movie or a song you find yourself saying often? Um, I guess, uh, uh, you know, what's one that we all do on the, on the road from uh, point break is make it to Gary Busey. You know, he's going to get, like burritos or something, you know, mm-hmm. and, and Johnny Utah's like, oh, I think Gary says it to, uh, to Johnny Utah. He's like, Hey Johnny, make it two. And now <laughs> every time anyone's going to get something, you know, everyone's like, Oh, right back. I'm going to grab this. Like, hey, make it two. We always say that. So that's one thing, I guess that's, that's, that's mine. Dude. Uh, speaking of Gary Busey, cause you know, now he's a nut job, but he was really rad you know, when he was like younger and still wasn't completely insane. Yeah. I watched Predator 2 uh, a couple nights ago, which it's on Amazon Prime right now. And Busey's in that. He's amazing. Predator 2 is, is, a, is a dope action movie. It's corny. And there's some parts that are, you know, you know full corn, but it is balls to the freaking wall. It is a really fun movie. So watch Predator 2, guys, and get some young Busey. But uh, Point Break has a bunch of cool ones. Um, I, dude, I often, I'm, I, it's so stupid from, from like meet the Fockers. Whenever someone says anything about, can you milk a blah, blah, blah. Like I'll always go, I've got nipples. Can you milk me, Greg? You know, that line <laughs> I, it's yeah, from the movie. Right. people who are listening will know. I mean, there's a billion movies and then, uh, I mean, there's probably a billion lines that we use for movies study. Cause that's, it's too hard oh, to like oh, think yeah. of one, right? You got the point it's, break yeah. one. I mean, the I milk me, Greg. for movies and songs and, you know, um, yeah, it's hard. Too many to choose. We could be here all night, but that's what, I, there's so many that we can't even think of too. All right. Next question. Uh, let's see here. Marissa Carreras says, Oh, favorite song to play live. Oh man. We've been asked this question a million times. Um, it, it changes. It definitely changes from tour to tour. And a lot of times it's, if we have a new song we're playing, a lot of times it's that just cause it's new and it's fun, but, um, you know, it depends the show 
and it depends like the crowd and, and the setting. Like if we're playing in the daytime outside in like a beautiful, like beach setting or, uh, you know, out in the wilderness or something like, I love to play something like when we play mellow stuff, like right now, when we played that in uh, Chicago, we did that, you know, the camp fest I told you about, we played crowbar hotel and I love playing that song right now. That's a, that's a fun one, but I, I always love playing silence too. Like when we want to jam just cause it's so heavy and it's, it's a lot of fun to, to rock out on that one. You always um, say silence. I love playing that song. It's so yeah. fun. Uh, Christina Whitman says, Duddy, do you still go to concerts? And what was the last show you went to? I think you're so recognizable. You'd have fans coming up to you all night. Um, um, yeah, I do. I mean, I don't a lot now. Um, I, yeah. Um, honestly, the last concert I went to was a few years ago. Were you with us, Jake? When we went and saw Bad Religion? No. Uh, we were on the road. It was just a couple years ago. Oh, it wasn't a couple years ago. It was like, I don't know. It was, it wasn't too long ago. It was like right before I think all the COVID and everything and every, you know, it was, it was before that. So it would, I guess it would have to be maybe two years ago. And, uh, bad religion was playing down the street from us. We had a day off and we all went and watched it. It was fucking awesome. They're so rad. They're so fun. I love that band. I still, I'll pop that. Um, I'll, I'll pop on like recipe for hate or something still every now and then. And it's just like, it's so good. I love it. Um, let's see here. Justin Palmer says, when was the last time you were on the rail for a concert? Um, never, never. I was never that guy. I would be like when I was young and I'd go to like punk shows and stuff. Like I would go in the mosh pit and stuff, but I was never like trying to get up on the front rail and like, yeah. Yep. 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 Um, Allison Lynch says, how are cheese's plans coming along for geckos? Um, they're not. You know, it was, <laughs> it was, it was a joke. <laughs> he forgot about uh, it the but, second he said it. Yeah. Um, Michelle Kwan Nacheski says, are there any teachers or classes from high school that left a lasting impression on either of you? Um, hmm. I don't know if they like left a lasting impression, but I had teachers that were awesome that I remember. And I just remember them being awesome teachers. Like I remember I had one teacher in third grade and then he, Oh no, sorry. He was fourth grade and he was awesome. His name was Mr. Landes. He was the shit. And then in middle school, like when I was in eighth grade, he transferred to the school I was at and he was my teacher again in eighth grade. He was, he was super cool. He was one of my favorite teachers. Um, yeah. And, um, my baseball coach though, too, was super awesome. Paul Renfro in high school. He was a super rad guy. Um, yeah, I had some awesome teachers and, and coaches and things growing up for sure. Let's yeah. see here. Brian Ball says, any plans on covering new songs like you've done in the past? Um, we don't have any set in stone right now, but I'm sure we will. We love, we love doing that. Um, I'd love to see DHS spin on, sorry, blinding lights. Uh, that's funny by the weekend, especially with you and or Jared writing your own verse for it. That would be funny. That would be a cool one. Um, Bruce Strahan says since Halloween is quickly approaching in stores, are you dropping a bloody daddy this year? 
also wouldn't mind seeing some cutlass golf attire or accessories. Um, you know what? I'm glad you reminded me. I got to hit up red red always does the bloody duddy design. So I got to hit him up to, to get him working on one. So yeah, actually we will definitely drop a bloody duddy this year. And as far as the golf attire goes, we did some golf stuff with cutlass in the past and it was cool. Um, it's just not a golf brand, you know, it's, it, so it didn't really make sense for us. And, and but what we have talked about actually is we have a, a good buddy of ours that uh, is in the apparel business as well. And we were talking about maybe just like for fun, just on the side, just doing a little golf brand where we maybe just once every month or two, we just like put like one design out or something just for fun. And, and then I have a good buddy too, that has a golf glove. They make gloves. So maybe like do some fun stuff with them and with, I don't know, but as far as cutlass goes, I don't know if we're going to do much more golf stuff. So sorry about that. Let's see here. Uh, Dale says cheesecake or cheese steak. Well, how about cheese steak and then some cheesecake? <laughs> yeah, I don't want to, I have to choose between two well, amazingly awesome things. They're yeah. not. They're not even the same. One's dessert and one's a sandwich. So yeah. if you were asking me like cheesesteak or a Reuben or like cheesesteak sandwich or a pastrami sandwich, I'd be like, damn, okay, I get it. This is the choice between a better sandwich. Mm-hmm. But what you are asking me is it doesn't, it's like, I don't, I, I don't want to have to choose that. You can ask <laughs> also uh, very similarly, you can ask, cheesecake or chocolate cake and you have a fair, fair question, question there that we are yeah, willing yeah. to participate in however this we can't and shan't participate what we're saying dale is we need you to go back and rethink your question okay and then hit us back next week with a question and thank you for your patronage <laughs> but thank you, we love you yeah, yeah Courtney, i appreciate it Courtney Patson says, when your golf game goes off the rails, do you still have fun or are you competitive and get uh, enraged? No, I'm, I'm not a pissed off golfer whatsoever. I'm a realistic golfer, like especially when I haven't been golfing a lot. Um, like right now, for instance, I haven't golfed in like three weeks and I'm going to golf in one of these next two days and I'm going to have some bad shots. Cause I haven't golfed in three fucking weeks. And if I go out there expecting that every single shot is going to be amazing, then I'm a fucking idiot. Cause it's not going to be, you know? So no, I will still definitely have fun. And I'm still, you know, I'll go out there and try to have like a, a good game, but if it falls apart, it falls apart and it is what it is. But man, I have buddies. I have buddies that are like not good at golf and they've never been good at golf and they get, still get mad like every time they have a bad hit. And it's just like, what did you think was going to happen? You thought you were going to come out today and you were just going to all of a sudden just be Tiger Woods and just killing it every shot. You're like, fuck, I watch professional golfers who golf every single day for a living. They've got a caddy out there telling them exactly what club to use. They've played that course. When they, when you see those golfers playing, they, every uh, tournament's a four round tournament. And even before those four rounds that you watch them, they play rounds before that they go through the whole course they go to the greens they write down every single thing they they've done it and then they go and they'll have a terrible shot they'll shank a shot professionals will do it every day so if you're an amateur golfer and you're going out there and you're getting enraged because you have a bad shot shut the fuck up that's all i have to say 
Yeah, and you know what? Sorry. Clean, clean your car. Yeah, clean your fucking car. <laughs> I bet you, if you go out there and you're a golfer and you have and you scream and cuss at bad shots, I bet your car's filthy. <laughs> but I don't really care. I don't really care. Yeah. There we go. God, that felt good. Uh, Herbie Humbucker says, in the song Hipster, you say every song we sing creates a, a mammary. <laughs> Are you implying that when you sing a song, it, a tit produces milk? That is funny. And yes, I am saying that. Yes. Oh, Maui Wowie. With, this is on the verge of too long. And he has another one right under it. If you put them uh. together, it's too long. Maui Wowie, sup, dude? So since we all agree that space weed is real, I wonder if Blonde Marley and OG stumble onto some space shrooms. Maybe that can explain this intergalactic mystery of where they went. Warped or speed, motherfuckers. <laughs> Do you believe that they ate some gumbays, some good goombas, and are tripping space balls right now? Hmm. So he's saying, Maui Wowie's saying that the stoners are lost in space because they ate space shrooms. Which, yeah. well, they're not lost. Might anymore. be true. I mean, they're not lost, which, you know, everybody else went and got them back. Yeah, I mean, not a bad theory. And if we didn't find them in space, this is all Patreon stuff, too. By the way, if someone's listening, going, "What the f are they talking about?" Patreon, you'll learn all this. Uh, if they were in fact lost, and all of the rest of the characters came back without them, then you know, we would entertain yeah. this theory. But as of now, you are a charlatan, sir. <laughs> selling wolf tickets here on the show what's his next question because maui wowie's a legend he gets two questions He's a legend. no problem he says last one was the query this is a direct question hey daddy do you have any good fish tales to tell about your catches did any particular fish fight or bait stand out lastly were you catching mainly bass or cats um mainly bats or bats mainly bass um i did catch a handful of bluegill as well and they had for surprisingly Nice size bluegills. I was surprised. They were bigger than the normal bluegills I was catching. But um, I was no mainly catching bass. And the one, one bummer, and it's not even a bummer, but from the entire trip was the very first one I caught was the biggest one I caught the whole trip. <laughs> so, you know, I caught a really nice size one. It was probably like a maybe a five or six pound bass, which is a decent size, you know, and uh, first catch, you know, so I was like, oh, here we go. You know, that's not the biggest one. I'm getting bigger than that. And I never got bigger. I got a couple that were close to it, but that was for sure the biggest one. Um, I, I I had one bait that didn't stood out that, dude, I was catching shit with everything. I, I caught with live worms. I, I caught with rubber worms. I caught with, you know, crankbaits. I caught with even just like little like, you know, float on, float on kind of top like bug looking guys. And, uh, but my favorite one, I, I had never... I had never caught a fish with it before and I've tried, but I caught it with a rubber frog, just hopping the frog across the top over by where all the weeds were and shit. I was just hopping it and it's a whack. And it's kind of like, Oh shit, it worked. <laughs> <laughs> that was probably, that was my favorite one for sure. <laughs> yeah. That's how many that fish cool. you were catching. You were like, let me just try out my like, uh, my like side shit that I barely ever use. Huh? Dude. Totally. And it was like, um, I, I had the kids down there too. And especially with, and with the kids, it's really easy to just do like live worms. Cause you know, you're catching something with a live worm. Yeah. Throw that live worm. You're in a lake like that. You throw a fucking live worm on a hook and you put it out there. 
you're catching something, you know, um, but you're going to catch a lot of the same exact thing, you know, and if they're in my, it's probably not going to be the big guys or whatever you could, you, you could definitely, I've gotten some, actually some decent sized ones on the live worm, but, um, for sure. I started to get a little boring. So that's when I started pulling out all the random stuff, just trying to get cool, cool catches. And that rubber frog was for sure. My favorite one. That was fun. Um, Jeremy Ellingwood says, can we bring a poster from a previous show to a meet and greet for a signing? Um, they say you're not supposed to bring any extra stuff to sign. Cause sometimes no joke. Sometimes people will bring like 30 things. Can you sign this shit? It'll be like a box and they'll open it. And you're like, dude, but honestly, Jeremy, if you, if you bring a poster to this meet and greet, of course, I'll definitely sign that for you. Just don't bring 30 posters. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, Duddy's little scissor sister says, have you always had the same signature or do you make it cooler when you got famous? No, I've always had the same one. It's super quick because when I was younger, I thought, oh, I'm going to be a professional baseball player. So you got to know how to have a, a signature, you know? So I always had like a, signature like i if i was going to be a professional baseball player when i'm younger <sighs> didn't I, I wasn't i didn't become a professional baseball player <laughs> hey to, you're that's brave for sharing that here on this show thank you thank you um raw rice will beat any food in a fight it's a billion sharp points that are super absorbent slash enveloping can't be beat other than boiling water. Agree? No, I don't because I I don't get a I don't get a hundred tacos. You don't get a hundred pieces of rice. You get one piece of rice. <laughs> you think one piece? Of, this wasn't like an army of these things will beat your taco. Yeah, I'm sure if you had a thousand pieces of rice, maybe it'd be a close battle. You'd probably still lose it, but. You don't get an arm. You get one piece of, of food, Daniel Harrison, and you chose rice. The it's got to be the most helpless piece of food <laughs> there fucking is, dude. <laughs> if I spit on it, it will soak the spit up and become a soft piece of nothing. I will <laughs> yeah. spurt a little of my taco hot sauce on you. You'll soak it up, and then you will have... <laughs> that might be tasty. I don't know, but you'll lose a piece of rice. This guy, you got come at me, Daniel Harrison. Come at me. Wow. Yeah. Uh, come, man, come Jerry Pop and Daddy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> come on, me, Daniel. Come on. Me. I mean, come at me. He's <laughs> all so come in me. Uh, <laughs> comment cherry popping daddy says jake i think you need to tell mute to calm his tits what he might resemble you but there can be only one you want me to, oh yeah to People, calm his tits yeah I mean, newfangled new fun saying that the kids are saying um uh, a lot of people think yeah that i that mute and i look alike i don't see it but um i mean you could try telling him that Write that on the bunker. See what happens. I mean, I'm not telling him anything. I don't want to be muted. <laughs> no. He's got um, his own Patrick show now on Patreon, by the way, for the people that don't know. He did his first episode dropped yesterday, and I can tell he's fired up. So I'm not messing with that guy for a little while. Oh, yeah. yeah, he thinks he's uh, <laughs> he thinks he's pretty rad. Yeah. Uh, Patrick Lynch says fantasy football. 
Let's go, Luke, get it set up and don't be a bum. I agree, Patrick Lynch. Do you know what happened? Luke said, are we doing fantasy football this year? I said, yeah, let's do it. Can you help out and can you get that going? Because I don't have any fucking time to do that right now. And you know what Luke said? He said, yeah, totally. I'll do it. And then you know what Luke did? Fucking nothing. He did nothing, <laughs> Patrick Lynch. So I want everyone on the bunker. Let's get some, let's start making fun of Luke on there until he, uh, until he gets that fantasy football together. And throwing that out there, we're going to need some help with that. Uh, you know, we need league captain guys to help us because mm-hmm. we can't have the same leagues as last year, obviously. So we've got it. We, we're going to need some help with that, but Luke needs to get going on that. And I agree. And if you're listening, you don't know what we're talking about on our Patreon. We do fantasy football. And last year it was really fun. I think we had six full leagues of people, 12 teams in each league. So, uh, and what we did is a point, uh, just, it wasn't head to head games. It was just throughout the whole year who got the most points. And it was everyone against everyone, all six leagues and whoever had the most points in all six leagues won. And we sent them um, some cool shit. So if you want to be a part of that, head over to the Patreon Cause we're going to do it again this year. And I feel like we'll probably have more. We'll probably get eight or nine leagues this year. And it's going to be a lot of fun. <laughs> <laughs> have fun, Luke. Uh, Matt Clem says, what is your favorite print from the tour so far? Oh, I think he's talking probably posters. Um, that red rocks one was so dope. There was the two and, and there was a different one for each night and you put them together and it kind of makes this rad thing that that one was probably my favorite so far. Last question. Thank you guys for listening. And this one comes from Kristen Beck. And she says, since there were concert questions started, let's go with that. What artist would you pay big bucks to see or would you want to have met and meet and greet VIP for? Can't wait to meet you in Grand Junction. Um, I don't know. I feel like we've been asked this one many a times. Um, I mean, there's so many artists I I would love to see. And there's so many artists that I really, really wanted to see that I've seen. You know, I've, I've, I've been lucky enough that we've played festivals with, you know, we're not headlining these ones, but we've played, you know, festivals that have huge headliners that we'll play and I get to go and watch, you know, I've seen, I've seen most of my favorite bands, most people that I've really wanted to see, I've seen, but, um, uh, right now, who would I be stoked? Oh, right now, who, you know, who I'd want to see that I've never seen just cause I feel like it'd be a super vibey show and they'd probably have cool production. And I want to see Crunchman. Just because it'd be like a nice, relaxing, it wouldn't be too loud. And uh, that's, I'm 40. And that's what they would be too loud. You know, I could chill. Um, that's right now. That's that. I would love to see that show just because I feel like it would be a, it would be a cool vibey situation that they would put on. So, boom. Oh, that's laid back. That is, that's, and I, I watched, I'll, I'll put their videos on like of their live yeah. shows at home when I just want to chill. Cause like Duddy said, yeah, crunk bit. It's like perfect chill music. Little hip hop yeah. beats in the background. Yeah. Easy peasy. Yeah. And the bass tone is just perfect. Sick. That's so a sick. fun band, man. Guitar players, obviously just a lunatic on, on the guitar. So perfect little three yeah. piece. Yeah. You know what, dude, I was thinking, I wouldn't even know. I, you know, that, that's, that's, that's a nice one, Duddy. I might agree with yeah. you. Yep. Yeah. That'd be a cool one. That'd be a fun night. And there this was a fun show. So thank you guys very much. Um, yeah. And you know what we're going to try and do since I do have a little bit of time off, I'm not promising it, but we're going to try and get together and maybe give you guys another episode this week since we did miss one last week. And uh, if we don't, I'm sorry. 
<laughs> apologies. And it might even be a short episode. Yeah, Duddy and I decided, yeah. hey, man, if a couple days go by and some interesting things happened on Duddy's tour and he happens to have a day off, we can always hop on Zoom, knock out something 10, 15, 20 minutes and just give you guys a fun update. And we said, why not? Let's just do it. So, Bye. yeah, Bye. we might name it something new, but it'll show up on your phone like everything else. That's it, huh, Duddy? That's it. All right, well, go take a shower and relax. It sounds like you've been traveling yeah, a lot. I need one. Yeah. <laughs> Everybody else, have a great week. We'll see you soon. Later.